0: Hi, this is 10 Minutes to Better Patient Communication from Health Communication Partners. I'm Dr. Anne-Marie Liebel, and this is our 50th episode. Thank you so much. It's only because of you listening and sharing and connecting with us that we've made it to this important podcasting milestone. So today, my co-host and brother Joe and I are going to take a look behind the scenes at the story of our first 50 episodes.
1: Welcome to 10 Minutes to Better Patient Communication with Dr. Anne-Marie Liebel. Providing you with tips and strategies you can use to improve your patient engagement.
0: I'm on Skype with my brother Joe. Hey, Joe.
1: Hey, Anne-Marie excited
0: to be here. Hey, it's good to be here. It's our 50th episode.
1: Woo! Yeah. Ooh, ooh. All right. Who would have thought? Yeah.
0: <laughs> so we're here to talk about the story of the making of these 50 episodes. And we figured we'd start at the beginning. You know, why do we do this? Um, and, you know, by now I'm a literacy person, right? So my doctorate's in language literacy and education from University of Pennsylvania. And about a half a dozen years ago I was in a project where I was talking to a bunch of people in the health sector and they were telling me about problems they were having with patient education or health literacy and I was like yeah you know what you know we face some of those same issues in education or in higher ed or in policy You know, we might have something here that could be helpful for you. So really, I started this because of interdisciplinary work, because there's so much material that's available to those in the health sector. They just might not know about it because it's in the education sector. So for me, this is just a different way of serving the same kids and families and communities that I've served my whole life as an educator. But I also had to cross sectors. And That's that's been tough. Um, But I've been really lucky because people have been very nice and very helpful and welcoming. And I thought about there was an interaction I had the week we actually launched the show back in October of 2017. And I was talking to um, Dr. Michael Pashorlo, and he is a rock star in health literacy. He's a physician, but he also uh, founded the journal called Health Literacy Research and Practice. I was telling him what I was doing and why I was doing it. And he said to me, he said, it's like you're walking around with a backpack of the best studies in the world about learning and language, mm-hmm. and you've got them on your back. And I loved that image, you know, here I am walking around and listening to people and then kind of reaching in the backpack and pulling out something and, and saying to somebody, all right, here, check out this study. It might be helpful. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and you know, and before you had approached me with this idea of you doing the podcast, uh, talk about that, that backpack of skills. Well, you know my professional background is in pharmaceutical IT and it has been since college days. I've had an interest and I've had done some activity in, voiceover in music performance and audio production more of as a hobbyist for about 10 years or so and I've gotten to work work that into my job with doing call prompts and phone tree recordings messages you know pre-show announcements some corporate training and there's even some hip-hop spoken word out there (laughs) and some (laughs)
0: little
1: indie music projects but um this, this all went hand in hand with me learning to do the audio engineering aspects of making a good clean recording of miking and multi-tracking. And so when you were suggesting uh, to, to do the podcast, I thought, well, let's reach into that backpack and see what we can pull out skills wise and collaborate <laughs> and see where it goes.
0: And here we are 50 episodes later. I remember where I was standing, we, we were on the phone. I was at mom's house on her patio and I asked you, like, dude, you want to learn how to podcast together? (laughs) And I'm so glad you said yes, because I don't know what I would have done otherwise.
1: (laughs) And it's been a lot of fun. And as for what started just more of a technical question, let's see if we can can do this. Uh, When I started to hear your message and how it could help physicians and patients, something I could really relate to, uh, you know, from the IT provider perspective, it, it really resonated with me in a way that, you know, the basic dry kind of voiceover work of phone announcements and stuff really didn't and i believe that you know when you you feel that you're making the world a better place um and that shows through in the finished product
0: yeah and it meant so much to me to have kind of your approval in that way because you've been in the health sector in a way in your whole life and there are so many great podcasts out there by health professionals Mm -hmm. about all facets of this work all the different specialties, allied health, nursing, pharmacy, so much. And then the same with public health and the same with med ed. And I'm not a health professional, right? I talk about languages and learning and what they have to do with each other in the specialized context of health. And I'm a consultant, right? You're savvy people, you know, there's always something for sale. And in this case, it's, If folks find these approaches helpful and they want more support, more education, some research advising around any of these topics, they can call me. Yeah.
1: And you've asked this uh, in many episodes in the past. So if there's any topic or question out there that you'd like us to cover, the topic of health literacy, as I have come to learn, can be a very big tent. Mm -hmm. So please let us know.
0: And I think it's important to talk about the topics that we do in in the series, because it's not like... I'm coming up with them. Like, I feel like you should know about this. This series is based on issues and problems and questions that health professionals bring up. That's an approach. It's very intentional. I learned that approach from my program at Penn. So as much as it's a monologue, mostly a monologue series, it's still a conversation. We're still learning from each other because I've been listening to folks and what people are asking or what they're facing. And then I can say, "Oh, there's a learning issue there," or "there's a question of how words and phrases are used there." Then I can link to the research, um, and I try to grab studies both from the health sector and from the education sector. So, giving ways uh, of to think about an issue or problem.
1: That's right, and and I think these these topics can be rather heavy.
0: It is a constant challenge because these are we're dealing with big, long standing deep-seated issues here. And they are often quite heavy and serious. So we work hard to keep the tone as welcoming as possible while still being respectful to the issues and to the listeners.
1: Yeah. And part of that welcoming tone was your request for me to provide some show music that conveyed a positive (laughs) and upbeat message. And I really got to say of all this, that was what got me out of my comfort zone the most when you wanted Uh me to try my hand at composing some show music. And that was a fun and exciting process, working kind of on a blank sonic canvas, uh, throwing some things out there of us collaborating and arriving at something that we felt was appropriate. And, and that in a few brief moments conveyed a feeling and an expression that goes with the show.
0: Right, because your music was doing a lot of work because you were, you were literally setting some of the tone. And I think That's something that people might not be aware of, like how much treating issues with respect and treating you with respect, Joe, is down to you and your incredible attention to audio quality as well. So we want to show that we take this seriously and let that show through our attention to detail. And the 10-minute format, right?
1: Oh, yeah. (laughs) I do like the conciseness, and it goes back to respecting your audience. These are busy people, and Mm -hmm. so to be able to give them something of value, hopefully something that's thought-provoking in a short format like this, I think is is, is particularly a nice aspect of the series.
0: And it takes a lot of time to make a 10-minute podcast. Yeah,
1: like, <laughs> from Barbed the start. It down.
0: Yeah, yeah, hours and hours to make these, because from the start we've gotta find an appropriately bite-sized chunk of a large issue that can be dealt with meaningfully in some meaningful way in 10 minutes going beyond just surface level stuff. And then, of course, linking to all the research that gives people a chance to spend more time with it if they want to and go ahead and go back and click on the links. I keep forgetting to tell people about like following us on social media. I probably should be saying this in every episode and I forget. I also forget to put in the plug that every episode has transcripts with clickable links to the research. It takes a lot of work to do that to make those and I keep forgetting to tell people about it.
1: (laughs) The written word now here, if you want to, you know, through the ears. So it's kind of this buffet style of of (laughs) information out there. So
0: So let's talk about what's next for us, Joe, because this is super exciting. So as you know, we're going for more interviews. You and I have done a couple co-episodes before this and the episode right prior to this one was a great interview with Dr. Ann Ancona. Um, And we've got a couple more interviews lined up, too. So I'm super psyched about that.
1: Yeah. And it's been a lot of fun to go from being a little bit behind the scenes to when you started to turn attention towards tech and apps, being able to leverage some of my industry experience in, in healthcare IT and bring that to bear on a couple of the episodes.
0: We are also getting on more podcast distribution services, right? So we're on healthcommunicationpartners.com. We're on iTunes. We're on Google Play. And we're just going to keep on going to a couple more of those distribution services because um, right now we're in about a dozen countries outside of the U.S.
1: That's great. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Let's end by saying listeners, <laughs> <laughs> tell us what do you want to hear? Because we have listeners now, 50 episodes, 16,000 downloads right Ooh-hoo. at the yeah. So let us know if there is a topic or issue in patient education, in health communication and health literacy that you'd like to hear about. Follow us on social media. Ha, ha, right. I remembered. <laughs> health Communication Partners is on Twitter. I am Anne-Marie Liebel. I'm on Twitter. I'm also on LinkedIn. Feel free to connect with me there.
1: And this has been a lot of fun. Thank you. And congratulations on 50 episodes. Let's hope for 50 more good ones.
0: Uh, <laughs> nice, nice. Everybody, thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing this with friends. Thank you for downloading this. And go ahead and give us a shout. Let us know what you would like the next episodes to be about. This has been 10 Minutes to Better Patient Communication from Health Communication Partners. I'm doctor Amory Lebel. Liebel.
1: And I'm Joe Liebel.